The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, March 13th, 2021, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. People talk shit, disgust, anger, annoyance about my vocabulary true. and pronunciation. Also true. But this time we will discuss vo- cigar vocabulary and let's see who knows what now. Welcome everybody to The Cigar Authority. I predict an utter failure. Here we go. You're listening to The Cigar Authority now in its 11th year making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Award of the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Award of the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean. Four years in a row, the Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Before we go any further, I want to shout out to Rick. Yep. Rick is proof that something good can come out of getting married yeah he first watched the show at barry's wedding he's been watching the show ever since and is now a member of the care package so welcoming rick into our studio audience we live go. here for the first time and he's in studio 21 podcast cafe this is where we do the show and um that's actually we're going to smoke a cigar that the cigar was named after the studio was named after the cigar that's what happened here. Barry, you know what we call that? Do tell. A segue. Um, no, I, I have a problem with the intro. <laughs> okay. Cigar radio at its finest. Why, why are we still referencing radio with the intro? This is the first time you're hearing this? <laughs> yeah. I usually don't pay that much I, attention. I guess. It's on my car radio, so therefore it's radio. It's on my radio. Where do you listen to it? Do you listen to the show? Yeah, on my radio. Okay. There it okay. is. Cigar radio. All right. Today's okay. first cigar is Studio 21, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic at the Davidoff factory. The size they were lighting up is the number six, which measures six and a quarter by 52, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single will set you back four fifty nine. Buy a box of 20 is $69.99, which comes out to just $349 per cigar. It's a savings of almost $22 or 24% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-water retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. All right, and we talked about cigars getting facelifts and it's going to change, and that's why it's part of the Cigar Authority care package, because I want you to all remember what the cigar looked like today, and uh, this is just a oval, red oval, uh, with a 21 Studio 21 handmade that's on here. There was a reason for the cigar back in the day. There used to be a brand called Siglo 21, and I made this because Siglo 21 went away because the brand was sold off 
owned by Swisher at the time, sold off to Altadas or maybe Consolidated Cigar before Altadas existed. I'm not sure. Um, and we were a big one of the, uh, I think there were only like two people that I ended up carrying. I think it was Corona Cigar in Florida and Two Guys Smoke Shop were the only two mm. that carried the brand. I can mention a third. I used to have it in the humidor in Brooklyn, New York. Really? Yes, sir. Okay. And um, they decided to sell off the Siglo name. And the the brand went away, and we did so well with it, I had to try to emulate it. I went to the folks at Davidoff, said, can you end up making a cigar like this? In my opinion, they made a cigar that was better than that, uh, but trying to keep it in the price range where it was. Uh, See if you don't agree that this is an unbelievable cigar for this price. But we couldn't make any changes because of what happened with FDA. So... um, when FDA loosened up a bit for the short time it did, we're going into a changing of the packaging. So I'm going to show you here on the screen, those that are watching on YouTube or Facebook that can see this mess, um, here's what the brand is going to look like shortly. This is how uh, cigar bands are worked on, just to give you an idea of it. And you see three different bands that are there. They all equal one band. It has to do with the embossing. The different layers yeah, that happen on that. That happen. So it gives you an idea of um, what it will look like later on, uh, packaging change, along with over the years, the pricing has changed dramatically as time went on. Um, we maintained it the best we could. There's no way we're going to maintain it. So, um, you know, the cigar will be a more expensive cigar as it goes on, but to try to emulate what we have here today. So give you an idea of it. So... There is Studio 21 in the future. Here is Studio 21 right now that we're smoking here. Riveting so, radio. Here it is. So let's Pictures give it a cut and light. Uh, the official cutting. Some people like it. They, they, they <laughs> see something in advance like you do. Well, this is what it's going to be. And you, you care of the f- what it's going to be in the future. I just assume that see- if I care about something, nobody else cares about it. Here we go. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So Barry is all um, all set with his uh, COVID-19. He's done. Ed Sullivan is done somewhat. Uh, one of two? First one, yeah. So you're 85% there? Yeah, and something like that's that. That's what they say. And uh, we have me and Jonathan here. Uh, Jonathan's an anti-vaxxer, I think. It's not that I'm anti-vaxxer. I, I've had my measles, mumps, rubella. Uh, I got chicken pox as a kid. I'm not completely anti-vax. I just don't trust that something that came out so quickly is going to be uh, of the value that so they're So are saying. you not going to do it? Uh, unless I absolutely have to. I'm not are are you it. worried that it's going to push you further out of the closet? We're going to light our cigar today <laughs> with the Vertigo Intimidator. Vertigo Intimidator uh, features a neck that will bend to make it more comfortable in the pocket. It has four color-changing flames fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and the cap is held on by this nifty chain, very nifty. reminiscent of the 90s chain <laughs> wallet. Yeah, we go. will. And it also is a pretty cool game. You swing it and you try to get the cap ah, to land nice. on it. Uh, anyway, the Vertigo Intimidator retails for twenty four ninety nine. Hey, Jonathan, hold, hold up your cigar there, and I'll zoom in a little more, and they can 
on, on the TV, if we're calling it radio, this is TV. On the TV, they can see the old band. Yeah, I watch... Uh, I watch this on the TV. Do you? I do. By the way, the, the cold draw was miso soup and the low-sodium oh. soy sauce. Aren't you going to do something else with miso, Barry, or no? Just miso soup? <laughs> miso horny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe you left it there. Just hang in there. Hey, um, tonight, clocks change. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Spring, Spring ahead. ahead. We lose an hour's worth of sleep tonight. It's all right. I lost an hour's worth of sleep last night. I'll just make it up. Yeah? <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing two yeah. hours of my day with this mess. So. <laughs> there we go. So there's three hours wasted today. Automatically, we only get Not including the after show. Ah. Which happens after the show. Right. Yes, we would want you to believe. <laughs> <laughs> some, of the, uh, some of the guesses on the MeWe's about the Easter egg uh, where people were actually angry that you don't cut your cigar when you make the cutter sound effect. So some people watch that never watched before. Uh -huh. Now they were really paying attention. When they're listening, it sounds like you're cutting your cigar, but it's not possible to make that click sound and cut the cigar so close to the microphone. Mm -hmm. So ah. it's a little sound effect that we do. We click the cutter, and which, then we which, make the cut. By the way, just happened one day yeah. that we did it, and we just never stopped. It wasn't even thought about. <laughs> but... Should we cut our cigar at that moment and put it close to us and make the cut? It's going to make a mess. Let's try it next it's week. It's going to make a mess. <laughs> next week, we'll try it. I don't want the mess. It, well, it, why it, wait till next week? sound like you're the one that cleans next up the mess. Ah. Get it done today. While well, I try to get it. people to tune in next week just to see it <laughs> because everybody's going to want to see that mess. <laughs> next cigar, we'll do it. Oh, yeah. great. Just, great. To, just to see how it goes. Although this one was a torpedo that we have here. You find a torpedo easier to cut, right? The next one's a torpedo. Oh, it is. Well, Figurado, right. really. Perfecto. Right. Perfecto. We're going to get into those those names and everything and what they mean. Isn't that a beautiful segue? Let's mention segues after every time there is a segue. <laughs> so cigar vocabulary. Um, sometimes a word in the cigar industry is different than the real or regular life of regular people. For instance, let's say the letter A, for instance. A is the first letter in the Roman alphabet, right? That's how we know A is also a blood type, A, or a vitamin. In the vitamin <laughs> world, they say A, and it's vitamin A. Is the whole show going to be like this? The whole and show. Where you're going to go the whole through show. all the stuff that they, it's not? Correct. A, in Canada, they say A. They do. Yeah, but that's E-H. Yeah, I know. They also, in the electric current, A... Is an electric current. Speed it up, A, Ozer. <laughs> but A in the cigar industry refers to the size of a cigar. So if somebody says it's an A, it's an A size, which is nine and a quarter by 47. Sometimes. Which is a real A size cigar. Right. That's the original size. Right. But somebody, some people will even change that off. So Padron, is, the Padron A is like eight and a half by 50 ring gauge <laughs> box pressed. Which ruins the whole ring gauge thought. You can't even put it in a ring gauge tester. And so that we know a ring gauge, so those that don't understand the ring gauge, 1 64th of an inch is one ring gauge. So if it was 64, it would be 64. It'd be one inch across the cigar. Correct. Uh, in an A size, 47 64ths by nine and a quarter is, is a legitimate A size cigar, according to Cuba, mm -hmm. who invented the A size cigar. Which is... A long Churchill, really. Mm. Same ring gauge. Yeah, it could be Churchill. considered a Churchill extra. Extra. <laughs> there we go. So that's an idea of um, what you're in for for today, of the simple one, the A. 
Also, there's AMS, EMS, SMS. If you hear those terminologies, which happened big time in the 80s, that's what everybody ended up saying. But now we say natural, Maduro, and things like that. But AMS is the American Market Selection, or Candela, or Green Wrap Cigar. When you see those green, especially we're when the week now of St. Patrick's Day, you're going to hear double a lot claro of these. Double well. Claro. Claro, double Claro. Um, so that's AMS. EMS is English Market Selection or Sun Grown, that we right. call it now, the brown cigars. Oh, Sun Grown, sun grown Wrapper. Uh, that is EMS. And SMS is a text message, right? <laughs> Why, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, no clue, but SMS is a text message. You must know, no? Short messaging service, something really? like that. Really? It, well, it stands for, in the cigar world, Spanish Market Selection or Maduro. Hmm. Or back in our day, Ed, you remember Oscuro. Oh, yeah. But that was extra dark, right? There wasn't dark, dark cigars. So today's Maduro mm-hmm. is Oscuro. Um, also, we can go into a barber pole. If you set a barber pole in real life, it's that little spinny thing that happens. But in the cigar industry, it's two wrappers, a light and a dark wrapper, like the Irish car bomb that we smoked. You weren't here last week. No, I was not. Um, that, that is a barber pole cigar. It doesn't matter that it was Candela and Maduro. Skip Martin has a genetic deformity on his Neanderthal line that is Habano and Maduro. <laughs> I- I and thought you some were going to just end with Skip Martin has a genetic deformity. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, yeah, that's doesn't. the name of it. I saw it. It's genetic yeah. deformity, and it's a barber pole. And in some cases, the Maduro is a little lighter, and the Habano was a little darker. And you can barely tell that it's striped, but it is a, a barber pole. Was it supposed to be a barber pole, and it's the ones that didn't make color sense? I'm no, guessing that that's the case. It's supposed but to be a barber pole. Yeah, it yeah. is. Okay. By design. And it's by design. It's very close. It's not that far off. Some of them, you, some of them are better than others as far as being able to see the barber pole. All right, um, Cuban seed this is a word you hear all the time. So, what does that mean? It means it is derived from the seed of Cuba within the last seven cycles. After that, it is not a Cuban seed anymore. If it's had seven plantations, that seed no, no longer is a Cuban seed anymore. Seven plantations yeah. of taking the best crop from each crop and using those as the seeds. Right. W- once that happens, you've changed the, 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 the genetic the, makeup, gene- yeah, perhaps. Of, of what, what that cigar is. Blend is another word we hear uh, all the time. Uh, it is a mixture of tobaccos that make up the recipe. So what is the blend of that cigar? It is the wrapper, filler, binder, and what that mixture is becomes the blend of the cigar. To us, I know this sounds like we know all this stuff, but that's what we're talking about today because sometimes there's new people jumping into the show, and we're talking about the vocabulary, what this means. Um, and the You next don't think w- that on blend somebody would just use... I don't know, common sense. Some of these m- make sense, but A wouldn't make common sense to you, right? No, A that's had a, a, And a, that's where you started bitching. <laughs> you started with, had, the, with the first one, so. A, a had an awful long lead up for not much payoff. Okay. That's, that's my complaint it, there. It was the lead up to what this is, so. Um, I haven't showed you my notes or anything like no. that, but let, let's assume you did some, uh, you know, pre-work before the show started instead of just walking in you'd have some material Ooh, but shots you can just, fired you can just beat up on my material shots <laughs> fired um 
I noticed Barry's being awful quiet over here. He's yes. got a he's got a whole bitch session coming up later on. <laughs> he's doing the after I'll, show. I'll get mine out of the way now. Which is a whole bitch session. Barry's going to be bitching again this uh, in the after show, so you might want to tune into that or not. I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few expletives. Expletives. Uh, bloom or plume. It can be either word. B l o o m or plume. P l u m e. Right. Plume or bloom. That is white, dusty powder on a cigar. And some will say it doesn't exist. Right. Plume is evidence that you have a well-aged or properly cared for cigar, some will say. Often that is confused with mold, which is what you understand almost all the time. That's what it is. Very rarely is there plume. It's usually mold. Um, And some people will say that that it is both. That your tobacco, especially the outside leaf, has now finished its aging process, and tobacco at less than seventy seventy has a, a a way of fighting off viruses and molds and all that. And when it loses that, that's when you start to see the I've dust. I've really in. seen it, and I've been in business and smoking cigars for forty years doing this. It's a rare thing. We saw a lot of it during the nineties. <laughs> it was mold, right? Especially then. Everything was shipped so wet. Yeah, and there was a lot of it. Now we don't see it very rare because everything's proper, and that's why it, it, it was rare before, and it was rare after. But during the 90s, it was all the time, and people said, oh, it's plume, and I'm like, yeah, not that. And you've got a lot of old cigars, 20-plus-year-old yeah. cigars. That's they what don't I, have plume all over them. No. Not no. like that. Because Every once in a while, you do probably. see a little white dusting out there, mm-hmm. and you say, oh, my God, these things are a primo at that point. It's, it's very rare that it happens, though. Um, bullet. So a bullet, when it's referred to in the cigar industry, is the round circular cut on the cigar. It's also a punch cut. Somebody will say a punch cut, but it's a circular cut that's there. So if they say, I want a bullet. Now, do you know why? Ed Sullivan, you, you remember why it's called a bullet, do you? Why it's good. Well, I mean, people used actual shell casings. Correct. That they would sharpen somewhat. Yes. And that's, or in the early days, that's how you would get it, that it, it, would, it was actually a bullet. And there was a company that made those. I wonder whatever happened to them. But um, they were out there. It was a little, little company. Well, they, they didn't have a way of pushing the cap out. So eventually your <laughs> bullet became useless. You'd have to go digging with a screwdriver to get the, the cap remnants yeah. out. Well, I mean,. Uh, I think you could push it from the bottom, right? Yeah, there was that one brand. There was there was one brand that had a little push button at the bottom Uh, that would eject it. Of a bullet? Yes, it was a larger bullet, like an M sixteen bullet versus a little forty five. Okay, okay. I remember when they first came out, and it was like the coolest thing. And then they made them on keychains and all stuff like that. Pretty sure a forty five is bigger than a M sixteen. Okay, fifty caliber. 50 caliber yeah, big. big. V. A V-cut, also known as a cat's eye or a wedge. That's the V-cut that cuts the, the V into it. Nowadays, very, you know, there's deep Vs that go really deep and they actually work. And good. something to look for on that V-cutter, if you decide that's something you want to try, is not just a deep V, but it needs to be a reverse V so that it draws the cigar in as it cuts across the blades versus, uh, and you'll see them in the, the four-blade cutters, They'll have this plow that tears its way through the cap. It's not ideal. And you got people who do the cross cut now. They do the V vertical and then horizontal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I like yeah. to go three, and I call it the crown. The, the way I cut my cigar and the way we do here on the Cigar Authority is we use a guillotine, exactly what you'd expect. The old guillotines that cut, the, chop the head off, mm-hmm. exactly what you chop do to a cigar. Chop the head off the cigar. Chop the head off the cigar or straight cut. If they call it a straight cut, it's the straight cut, not V, not circle. I would argue that a guillotine cut, a true guillotine cutter is one single blade. Like the guillotine to chop some. It always head off. was, and I remember when they first came out with the double blade, which was, I believe, Davidoff, uh, who makes this cigar. That, <laughs> bless you, Thank was you. the first one to come out with a self-sharpening, two blades going across each other, rubbing against them, and keep it, keeping the blade very sharp. When that first came out, I still have that same exact cutter that I still use yep. today. And it still stays good. Every once in a while, you get a cutter like that, running under hot water. And then dry it, or else it's going to rust. Dry it after. But all the um, blue and stuff, or schmuckus. <laughs> now the word schmuckus, did I put that in here? No. It's on my notes. Yeah, there it is. He has no notes, folks. There's no notes. Um, bundle. So what is a bundle when you get a whole bunch of different boxes of cigars? That bundle them together, or when you get the hamburger, French fry, and soda, it is a bundle. And not in the cigar industry. We're at it's food, not. and it's 21 minutes into the show. There we show. go. <laughs> it is in the cigar world. A bundle is not in a box. It's just 20 or 25 cigars cellophaned around, and there is no box. And in the past, pre-COVID, you would typically see less expensive cigars in a bundle, but that's not the case anymore because so many box factories were not able to return to full production, and manufacturers would ask us, would you prefer to have them in bundles or not have them at all? And, of course, you always take them in bundles. And the majority of customers seem to be fine with that. Yeah. And I wonder now that the boxes are made, if they're or can be making them, that they um, say there's no boxes right now to save themselves 10 bucks. Could whatever, be. Whatever a box ends up being. But presentation-wise, it always looks better in a, in a box anyway. Especially if your box is made out of cedar. You've got some extra aging quality going on there. Yeah. Uh, canoeing. So that is going out out in a in a on a lake, uh, yeah, just paddling, in, around. In, paddling around a Native American boat. Yes, yeah. pointed on both ends, right? It's canoeing in real life. In the cigar world, it's when one side of the cigar burns and the other side doesn't, and it's usually a mistake when they're bunching. That the, don't say the, it like that. Don't say it like that. It's okay. usually a mistake. The person didn't light their cigar properly. Mm, correct. Or they're outside. It's windy. They're not rotating. Two percent of the time. You might be able to say that there's an issue with the cigar. So that is canoeing. Tunneling, on the other hand, is when the filler burns faster than the wrapper. The inside is burning. The outside is burning slower, creating a tunnel effect inside the cigar. So if you hear that, you know what's going on with that. Um, Why does that happen? That would be uh, some misplaced lajero, possibly. Too much on the outside, no. too much too combustible much material on, on the, the inside. outside, right? Because the hero is going to burn slower, so it would be the opposite of that. Um, but it happens. The carbon line—that's what we've come <laughs> up come up with it now. Never a name for this exact <laughs> mascara line is what I called it. Mm-hmm. The ladies that put the mascara on the little black line that happens—it happens on a cigar also, where the wrapper meets the ash. ash that little black line in between the two is a combustion line. And it matters to know that only because we look at that as detecting how old the tobacco is. 
It helps us know the thinner it is, the older the tobacco is, the thicker it is. It's not finished fermenting. It's not, not um, doesn't have as much yet. age on it. It matters when you're, you're buying cigars to, to understand that. Uh, buying like for a store, you're buying a lot of cigars. Um, the cap, what is the cap in the cigar world? It is where you cut. So there's two parts of a cigar, three parts of a cigar. There's the whole base of the cigar. The cylinder itself, and then there's the head. Jonathan likes to refer to it as the shaft. The shaft. <laughs> it is the head. Shut your mouth. <laughs> of, of the, <laughs> yeah, I see where you went, dear. I see where you went. Shaft. What are you talking about? We're talking about shaft. <laughs> Just talking about shaft. The head of the cigar, the uncut part of it, and in this case, even the pointy part, because we're smoking a torpedo, is still the head of the cigar, and the foot, the open end. If it's, if it's a regular cigar that has an open end of it, um, so the head or the foot. And there's you also have a triple seam cap, which you'll hear people refer to as a sign of quality. It doesn't necessarily mean it is a true sign of quality, but that is uh, supposedly an old Cuban method of rolling that wrapper around the head of the cigar three times creating those triple seams. Yeah, and still putting a round circle piece on the top Correct. of that, covering it. Manufacturers that do it will tout it. The ones that don't, they say nothing. <laughs> I, I don't find any appeal to it at all, myself. I've never have. It's, oh, my God. It's it more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, you see, the, you look at a Dominican cigar versus a Nicaraguan cigar, Just the, to me, the triple cap just looks more finished. Yeah, it just never did it for me. I hear people say it too. Oh, this yeah. has a triple cap on it. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Do you at have? All. Do you uh, do you find it? It is a better quality product. Nah, it, it means nothing. No, Just, it's visually more pleasing. Yeah. Okay. Cedar spill. That is the it's piece when the, of cedar. box dumps out on the <laughs> on the table. No, it is not. So it, it is the little pieces of cedar where you'd light the cedar, and that cedar would be used as a match. Because what right. you don't want to do is use a match because there's sulfur in a match, and as you draw the sulfur in, the cigar has that taste throughout. Now, the rest of the time you smoke that, it's going to actually permeate that. So you, will the cedar spill because you're burning cedar. So yep. you're going to have a boost of cedar smoke taste. Correct. And I don't want either of them myself. That's why you see we always use... A butane lighter. Correct. Which is the cleanest, best tasting. To me, personally, a cheroot. Cheroot. That's uh, every Toscano cigar. It is. It is the size of a cigar. It is not necessarily... Some people will say something that's rolled rough looking is a cheroot, but it's not necessarily that it's rolled rough. It's the yeah, size... Yagua, for example, from J.C. Newman, that's not a cheroot. That's a full-size cigar. It's just ugly. Yeah. It doesn't mean ugly cigar, right? Uh, chop. Well, and one more thing on cheroots. Manufacturers will roll cheroots in the factory That's as well to test tobacco. And they're looking at that combustion line, not to go back too far, but they're looking at that combustion line to see if that tobacco has been aged properly for that blend. Absolutely true. Uh, chop. That is shot-filled cigar. If they say, oh, it's all chop. It is the chopped ends of the cigar, the little pieces that go in. It's shot. Roll a six-inch cigar. They're going to roll it to six and a half inches, put it in the cutter to line it up so it's perfectly six inches, and drop the blade, and the, that little half-inch piece sticking out goes into the short-filled cigars. Correct. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just you're going to burn faster if, the, if it's a chop. Um, then they have Cuban sandwich. 
And Cuban sandwiches, what? Ham? Ham, mustard. <laughs> Pickle. It's pressed in Is a there panini. pickles in it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Swi- Swiss cheese. 28 minutes really? for the second reference of food. And in the cigar industry, it does not mean the sandwich. It means a mixture of short fill and long fill. And typically, they'll put the longer pieces up at the head of the cigar so that you're not getting little bits of pieces popping out in your mouth that you get from a regular short fill like, cigar. Like from a Lucky Strike c- a cigarette, right? Without the filter, yeah. The yeah. Lucky Strike people are always spitting tobacco out. When I started smoking, I started smoking Lucky Strike and cigarettes. And you're always spitting the always. tobacco, right? There Did you go. have sex more than the other times? Or no, only when I went lucky? to Camel. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, long fill. It's a hump day. When somebody Revenue. talks yeah. about long fill, or they're talking. Toe. They're talking about. I'm ignoring them. <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking about tobacco from end to end, and they are laid out, booked, and tobacco goes from end to end. Most premium cigars, most cigars, five dollars or over. I don't know if there's anything over five dollars. It would be a short filled cigar, or shouldn't be. I can't think. I of can't one. think of one. So five dollars and over is is a line. I, in I the can't sand, think I of say. one. Uh, Papas Fritas, right? Ah, yep. That's an expensive. Pretty, yeah. Uh, it's pretty specific to what they're using on the filler for that. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good tobacco. It's just short film. Yep. A perfecto. So, what size is a perfecto? And a perfecto is not a size of cigar. It represents a whole bunch of different sizes. So, it is a perfecto if it's a torpedo, like we're smoking. A Figurado, a Bellicoso, a Diadema, any shaped cigar becomes a Perfecto. Except box press. That's not a shape. It has, still has to have some tapering of <clears throat> yes, some kind. Yes, yes. 1118 would be an example of a Perfecto. Right. It's shaped. Yeah. Maybe the next cigar might be an example. Correct. Again, but they, they're all Perfecto. So somebody says, get me the Perfecto. If it has two shaped cigars in it, you don't know which one it is. Always unless go they, more expensive. Unless <laughs> by, by reasons they call certain one of the size the Perfecto, but a Perfecto is any of those. Uh, a Parejo, in other words, is the opposite of that. It's any straight cigar is a Parejo. If it's a straight body on the cigar, it doesn't matter if it's a Robusto, a Churchill, a 60 So what you're gauge. saying is that if I was a cigar, I would not be a Parejo? Parejo? You would probably be a Parejo, and Barry and I would be a Perfecto. I'm thinking uh, I'd be a Gordo, but okay. <laughs> but you have more. She, your head is small, and your body is big, and your legs are regular. Don't let don't let the size of his body fool you. He's got a big noggin. Yeah, he can't hey, even wear hats. His head is getting bigger and bigger as he's shrinking. Your body okay. is shrinking. Your head becomes bigger. Hey, Dave. Paul Kraft says this is a good mild cigar. Studio Twenty One, probably an eight on the Dave scale. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would say this, this is actually, yes, it's a two. really, yeah. it's a two, maybe yeah. three tops. No, three. It's How can you even two. say three? I'm giving you an extra point on two. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to meet you halfway. It's a two. As far as Davidoff goes, if you said, okay, where is it? The Griffin. It's a one. Yeah. yeah, it's in that two, range. Two, three. There's some flavor to it, but it's it's a good thing to go to for somebody that wanted to try a mild cigar. Um, what is a Liga? You hear Liga Pavada, right? What What is a Liga? Just any size cigar. It's just cigars. It is the highest definition of professional football in Spain <laughs> is a Liga. 
Uh, but in cigars, a Liga is a certain Vitola, which we mentioned, right? A certain Vitola or blend. So Liga Pavada was the private blend. How many Vitolas do you have? Many sizes. Liga is the blend of that Vitola. It's a Vitola, but okay. <laughs> Vitola. Vitola. What did I say? Vitola. Vitola, Vitola. It's not Viagra. It's- yeah? So that's the beginning of this mess, but you're going to learn something today. You probably didn't learn anything, uh, except for I did my homework. You learned that. Yeah, you always mm-hmm. do your homework. Yeah. The um, chat room is missing slurring Dave, by the way. From last week. From last week. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll down a couple. was hammered. I wasn't hammered. I felt it, though. He was hammered. It was good. I liked it. The Irish car bomb. It was good. All right. So we're saying the cigar is mild. Maybe a two mm-hmm. four, in, in strength. Four or five, maybe a six on flavor. Mm. Yeah, there's no shortage of flavor. It's just not a lot going on as far as the strength goes. Good draw. Outstanding burn. Quick smoke. You're burning fast. I'm burning fast. Yeah. But I'm not burning hot. Yeah. We also not talking. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, I have more vocabulary plus some made-up vocabulary that bothers me. People use these inaccurate things in a ex- uh, wrong way to explain a cigar. We'll get into that, too. Uh, we'll talk that more. Uh, also, uh, Two Guys 36th anniversary. I'll tell you uh, the announcement on that. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. Or visit diamondcrown.com. 
I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Hank Kellner and my son. That's Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back, and we're smoking Studio 21. That's Hanky Kellner. He's been up here before. I said, what do you want to smoke? He said, Studio 21, of course. Mm, that's a great cigar, because he made it. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Um, this cigar is going to change, uh, in, certainly in um, the, the packaging of the cigar. Right now, we're getting rid of uh, the remaining inventory of it as we're waiting for the new product to come in. And it is still available at twoguyscigars.com. Yeah, Did you say sure. how much this was a box? Uh, yeah, it was uh, sixty nine ninety nine. I knew right away Barry yep. didn't price it because he would have made it sixty nine sixty nine. Yeah, giggity. <laughs> Three dollars cigar. Got to be kidding Incredible me. Incredible for that. Remember, I told you you can't get. A long fill starts at about $5. This is a long fill cigar. Right. It's $3. Hmm. It's unbelievable. It's the poor so, man's Davidoff. I mean, it's made it that factor. Yeah, so. yeah. It's a great cigar. Get them all you can if, if, if you, you want something this mild, but mild, smooth. Nothing wrong with the cigar. No, it's good. Um, it will not be $3 any longer, let me tell you. Uh, it's not $3 now. I mean, it's, you can't get a cigar long fill under 5 and especially in a factory like that. So uh, that being said, um, Two Guys Smoke Shop is celebrating their 36th anniversary. And uh, all's a go, from what I understand, um, I heard um, 
our president tell us that we can have a few people together for our cookout on 4th of July, uh, that's good. But in, on September 16th, we're going to get 500 people together. And um, according to everything, this thing is a go. So uh, I think we can make the announcement. Two Guys Smoke Shop celebrates their time in the premium cigar business each year with a gala event they call their anniversary party. Two Guys Smoke Shop has been doing it since they began their business in 1985 and for cigar lovers around the world. This premiere event is a must-see show, and there's lots of reasons for it. Two Guys Smoke Shop, uh, the world's largest volume independently owned on operated retail store, has not only known for the great retail store that we have here, but also for this elaborate anniversary event that we do, uh, and we have been doing year after year, uh, except for last year, because we were actually shut down from it. Uh, but we've given away motorcycles, Hummer H2 we did one year, elaborate trips, cash. We even host game presentations, mixed martial arts show. One year we gave a tank a truck with 10,000 gallons of gasoline during the gas crisis. One year, our 25th anniversary, 250 minted silver bars in a authentic Rolls-Royce silver spur automobile. Gave that away too. So... It's crazy stuff each year. No, 1936 Cadillac Fleetwood. Cadillac Virgin Fleetwood. in every way. That was your first one? The radio still plays 30s music. Yeah. If you can get the tubes to warm up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lots of different things. You've been through. Was that your first one? Uh, no. I think my first anniversary party was the MMA fight. Okay. Yes. You were the DJ <laughs> playing the music as the fighters went in. Uh, so not to be d outdone each year, uh, we try to come up with something that is hot. And what I found was hot during this COVID-19 year was RVs. And you couldn't get them. Everybody was looking for something where they could go on some sort of vacation and be still together and self-contained. So uh, I hooked up with RV campers in of Merrimack, New Hampshire. Um, they are uh, the largest family owned and operated RV showroom in the industry. I thought perfect match for us, yeah. not too far away from us. Um, I purchased a $32,000 RV that has it all. It's a full bathroom with a shower and kitchen, oven, stove, microwave. All in the bathroom? Nope. <laughs> Reclining Big heated bathroom. Seats. Wait till you see these, the seating in here. Mm. Reclining heated seats. Massage chairs too, right? Yes. Um, surround sound TV, queen size bed that's... A uh, named after Murphy over here. Um, the, the shop the dog. dog. Yeah, the it's a Murphy bed, and the bed actually goes into the into the into the wall. Went to the walls. It's uh, my dream bed. Yeah, I've always wanted a Murphy bed. Uh, electric awning for outside for seating all outside, so you can uh, mm. have cookouts and stuff out there. Um, the, it's called the Imagine RV. It's great for a great travel trailer for the family, or what I would use it for is you just plug it in at the house and you have yourself a man cave, have all the guys over watching the game and you smoke it up and you do whatever you want with it. There's ventilation inside Somebody it. gets too loaded, you just pull the Murphy bed down and say, uh, have a sleep, here's a puke bucket. There we go. <laughs> uh, heated air conditioning, just plug and play, you're ready to go. It's the ultimate cigar lounge. I actually, for those people watching on Facebook or YouTube, I got a poster here. Uh, I'll show for the first time ever. This this is the uh, vehicle here. It is the, um, what's the name of it on there? Uh, Imagine. The Imagine. You can, you can look that up. 
Um, and we have um, all the information um, on this poster, which we'll get into the stores this week. Um, when the doors open at 6 p.m. on September 16th at the Burroughs Function Hall in Haverhill, Massachusetts, an expected sold-out crowd will be participating in what will be the biggest, most prize-filled, fun-laden event ever staged for a retail cigar store. We have um, a five-course sit-down dinner, 16 premium cigars, music, comedy with legend Joey and Eddie, our friend, and now cigar smoker. We taught him how to smoke cigars. <laughs> Meet and greets with the biggest name in the handmade industry world, including Terrence Riley from Arganosa Leaf will join us, Rafael Nadell from Aging Room, Justo Aroa from Aladino, Johan Zwan from Davidoff, Eric Newman from Diamond Crown, Christian Aroa from CLE, Eric Wentworth from Hammer and Sickle, Jose Dominguez from Jose Dominguez Cigars, Jared Trudeau from Christoph, Nesta Miranda from Nesta Miranda Cigars, George Padron from Padron Cigars, Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars, Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Cigars, Lito Gomez from La Fuerte Dominicana, Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco, and Oliver Nouveau from United. They're all coming, and they all said they're coming. Uh, we're past this thing now. We're ready to go. Tickets go on sale Saturday, May 1st at 10 a.m. at all Two Guys Smoke Shop locations, and it will sell out fast. It always does. <clears throat> um, some of them, the people kept their tickets from last year, so there's not going to be all that many, but um, we're going to do it up to 500 people. Um, I think it's going to be great. Tickets will be $250, and if you are too far away from the two guys, we'll make it available that Barry can take you. Yeah, it'll be manning the phones that day at one 224 or one 2 cigar 2 All right, so there's the heads up of the anniversary party. You guys know it first. We haven't even put it in the stores yet. We let the people in the Cigar Authority know uh, because some of you guys are going to travel far and wide to do it. you got to hook up for travel directions and things like that. So uh, you know it. Um, that's the story of Two Guys' anniversary party. If you think that's not crazy enough, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> and Prince Midnight has made a guitar out of his dead uncle's skeleton. Yes, you heard that correctly, but if your mind is spinning, I'll lay it out for you. Prince attached a guitar neck, pickups, volume knobs, a jack, strings, and electronics to an entire skeleton that used to host his uncle's mortal being. I guess this brings death metal to a whole nother level, and that's not only insane, it's Asylum. Prince did it? Prince Midnight is the guy's oh, name. different prince. Different prince. The other prince is dead. Yeah. <laughs> the okay. other prince could be a guitar. He could be a guitar. <laughs> this guy made a guitar out of human remains. Really? And that's okay? I uh, evidently. It. All right. Can they sell that online? <laughs> I'll put a bit in. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, upcoming shows of the Cigar Authority. Next week, um, we got the new flavor wheel all designed and ready to go with all the wacky flavors on it. We'll make it available to you, and we'll tell you how to do that on next week's show. The following week, March 27th, is the Cigar Authority's 11th annual 
episode. 11 years. We will complete 11 years. Really? On that show because it was April 1st. And we're having cake. We're having cake. Oh, nice. Cake's yep. been ordered. Will there be boats and hose? That was, uh, that's how. Hose. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? I threw a party on a boat called Boats and Hose. Yes, once. you did. We did. Um, and then uh, the following week, we're going to go to the Cigar Authority's annual cigar survey. Mm. where we ask you a whole bunch of questions. You ask us questions every week. We're going to ask you questions. So we're going to get into uh, lots more. With the the um, sh- Now that the COVID thing is breaking out, we're getting calls from manufacturers. Everybody wants to come. You know, we want you on the show, the Zoom thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Everyone's it. Everyone's sick of Zoom Yeah, I we want to be face-to-face with these guys and, and uh, get into it. So let's continue the vocabulary of um, words in the cigar industry. And two bar. This is a funny uh, word. And two bar is fill a tobacco rolled in tubes. That's not the case in most cigars that it's not rolled in little tubes and then the tubes put together. It is booked, folded, usually. Accordion but, style. Yeah. Now, there's, there's companies that say the old Cuban way. But I was in Cuba. They never talked about rolling in two bar. No, that's the old Cuban way, not the new Cuban way, which is... Uh, Since 1952? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. We talked triple cap. Uh, that's the multi-swirl uh, that's on there. How about blue mold or shank? You've heard that terminology? Or have, have you heard yeah. that? It's usually that you hear it from the farmers that talk about it when they talk about certain tobaccos. Corojo, Corojo is Why don't they grow to Corojo in El Corojo, Cuba anymore? Because of blue mold and shank, which is a disease that ruins plants. And I always thought out, that uh, shank was something that you got if you went to prison and you were too young. That's or, a shank too. smart you get, mouth. get shanked. It's a different you do, thing. but in the cigar industry, it becomes a different word. Okay. It was also a huge issue with Pella de Oro and Blue Mold, but they found a way to to grow it. Did they shank it? They got to grow it on a, on an incline so all the uh, water drips mm. down away from the plants. It happened one year in Connecticut, early on in my industry, that they ended up having uh, Blue Mold or shank, whichever it was, and all it, everything was wiped out. And let me tell you, it becomes a big problem at that point. They lose a whole year's worth of crop, which yeah, they only get the one growing cycle. Yeah, that's it. Overfilled or underfilled? This is too much or too little tobacco in the cigar, causing a tight drawer or too much of an easy draw. Which that 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 can be also overhumidification will cause a tight draw, or underhumidification can cause too much of a loose draw. It's yeah, not, it's not completely black and white. There, there we go. Calibra, you know what a calibra is? It's That's, something I don't. I don't think we've ever had on the show. Uh, and we could do I it do because remember, it's three cigars intertwined with each other. We and did could be one for each of us. Correct. We and smoked, it'll be shit out of luck. But yeah, you can smoke all three. We yeah. smoked a calibra on the show. We did. It was Davidoff C, mm. and it was maybe show three. We wow. weren't a podcast yet. You pulled it out, and you did a whole show on Calibra cigars. Hmm. Who makes a Calibra nowadays? Because that one was discontinued. Didn't didn't, um, the American, did they make a Calibra? No, I don't think so. There's a few companies that do a limited production, but I don't think anybody makes them regularly. Never was crazy about it, but You want to talk about ugly. Yeah. One of the the Cuban brands has it in a regular. Partigas, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. Uh, cold draw. You can't. You didn't even say what it was. You just said the word and it, you moved okay. on. It's three Panatella cigars that have been braided together. 
They're ugly. They, they, it looks like a corkscrew cigar. Yep. And then you smoke it, and it smokes. Yeah, usually tied with a string. Yeah. And the rumor or the, the thought Perser going around. Ribbons. Yeah. Whatever. The, uh, the thought was that it would be something that you would get as the uh, groom, and you'd give it to both dads. I made that up. I Did made you? that up. Yeah, I created that. <laughs> I made that thing up that was totally made up by me. <laughs> well, I fell for it hook, line, and yeah. sinker. But it, I would hear that the only thing in the factory, they would make these Calibras, and the only thing in the factory that the roller was allowed to smoke was a Calibra. So he's smoking it, and you'd know that if he was smoking a straight cigar, a Parejo, right, he, you would know that. And he wasn't allowed to do that. And they would get three cigars a day. It was a Calibra, one cigar. And that's what they would smoke. That was the story I had heard. As a salesperson, I would say, oh, you should get one of these Calibras. And the best man the, and the um, father of the bride and, and the um, groom would all smoke this one cigar together. And they would the, bring them closer together and the be bride, less likely to get yeah. a divorce because I didn't do that at my wedding and I am well, now divorced. There we go. But so I cursed myself. It would actually help the sale. And it, usually I was batting a thousand when it would come. You tell that story and they'd say, "Oh my God, that sounds like a good thing to do." And here you are, believing it, and you know, not not believing it. I mean, that's what you could do. And it's one uh, of the things. So Hamlet makes one uh, part of Rocky Patel. Okay. And uh, so does uh, Kathy. Okay. Okay. Uh, cold draw. We say that often. Maybe somebody's listening to the show and didn't understand what that is. You know, do, you, you got to be uh, outside in the cold to end up drawing on the cigar. No, it's drawing it before it's lit. I think we made this term mainstream. It existed maybe before us, but we made it mainstream. Yeah. Cold draw is important. You, you can detect way before you light the cigar if there's any ammonia present. It's an important part of cigar smoking. Cigar liberty. You invented that. I remember you said it, and I yes, go, what I does that mean? But it's somebody in the cigar industry that's a yeah. celebrity. But Nick Perdomo is a cigar celebrity. Cigar celebrity. Probably the biggest. Um, finish. So you're done smoking the cigar? You finished? That's not what it means in the cigar industry. It means the taste after you blow the smoke out, and then you taste, which is how you should taste a cigar, not you're tasting the smoke. You blow it out, then you taste, and that is the finish. I'm a little disappointed in Barry it's also with the, respect to finish that he didn't take any of the double entendre he could have <laughs> with that one. I mean, that, that thing was ripe for the picking. It's also how long it lasts at the end. Like, this cigar has a long finish. Yeah, the but, taste that it, stay goes. It's, how long that yes. is. Or a short finish that you taste it. A little spiciness, and then it's gone in two seconds. The finish is very short. And one thing that surprised me is, like, the majority of our listeners and readers of our website prefer a long finish. I prefer a long finish. I prefer, I smoke six, seven a day. I prefer a short finish so I can go right really? on to the next I'm cigar. not saying I want the finish to last till tomorrow, but, you know. A lot of the peppery ones have long finishes, and I'm not crazy about the peppery peppery notes when it's when it's an all pepper bomb type of thing, and it's you just stay with you, and it's like, okay, enough of this. That, that, that would be a long finish cigar. Primings. What are primings? Several layers that are cultivated of tobacco plants from the bottom upward. So typically, there used to be like six or seven primings. Now they, they got it down to three of them, that they take the bottom part first, one-third. They do the whole plantation. Then they go to the next, usually about two weeks later. They go to the second priming, and then the third priming, the top priming, the most strength. Combustion is the bottom 
then it becomes aroma, then it becomes strength that's there. Now, every cigar usually has a percentage of each. In the cigar we're smoking, the Studio 21, there's probably a lot less higher primings. There's probably a little bit, but very little. That, that would be the strength category. But in order for it to burn well, you, you typically need to have all three. And I found out from a couple of manufacturers that in the rolling process, the thickest tobacco that's in the cigar, they will refer to as Lajero, even if there's no actual Lajero present, that they'll they'll use the slang for the blend, Lajero Viso Seco, just meaning that this is the highest part of the plant, even if they were pulling it from the middle of the plant, that's the highest, highest part, part of the blend. Highest part they're using of that cigar. For that cigar specifically. So you'll have some cigars, double Lajero, they're using twice as much of the strongest tobacco in that blend. It doesn't, in that case, they are using Lajero, but it wouldn't necessarily mean that they're pulling Lajero off the plant. Yeah, so, so that Lajero, or whatever they're calling that, the highest part they're using has to be the center of rolling the cigar, the or, else it, or else it's going to end up having that canoeing right. uh, thing will end up happening if they, if they don't do that in the right order. Ring gauge we got into, 164th of an inch. Curly head. Curly head, when you see the little twist on the top of the cigar, uh, pigtail, they could also call it. Flag, if it's not curled, that it's just put straight up. It's, it's a little flag that's on it. Here's, here's something somebody has come in before many times and asked and referred to this cigar that they wanted to buy. The Heco Amano. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any of those Hecho, Hecho Amanos? I want cigars from the Hecho Amano factory. You carry that brand. It's made by hand. Correct. Is what it means in Spanish. How about a mouse? They're all then Hecho, Hecho Amano. Amano right. That we carry. Uh, or else they're machine made, right? Um, or that they're domestic cigars. Where domestic cigars could be made in a different country. Domestic, you would imagine. But it refers to in the cigar industry as a machine made product. Uh, mouse hole. Do you know what a mouse hole is in a cigar? Is that when you're smoking it and then the middle, all of a sudden you get a little burn mm -hmm. that skips over some of the wrapper, right. tunnels in so far, all of a comes sudden up the middle? Billy, Billy ever happens. So I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it once. Did you know that that's what it was called? I did not know. Oh, no, no, I learned you something. Learned something. I learned it's something. one thing. How about New World? What's a New World cigar? Anything not Cuban. That's right. This is the New World. Uh, but it could it could be Mexico, it could be Dominican, it could be anything but Cuban. Cuban is old world, new world is anything other than that. Plugged. Cigar is plugged. It has no draw. No draw. Puro. All one tobacco. One country. One country. Okay. It doesn't have to be one tobacco. It could be tobacco within that country from different regions. I was like just trying to beat Barry, so I said the first thing that came into my mind. Right. <laughs> I thought it was a contest. What if it's toothy? What if the cigar is toothy? Got the little magnesium bumps on the outside little of the wrapper. Bumps on the outside wrappers. Toothy has nothing to do with um, 230. <laughs> the dentist's favorite time. <laughs> uh, and that's what I have for vocabulary. Uh, what is your thoughts here on Studio 21? We're, we're an hour in. You're down to the end. A little barnyardy. There's some notes of hay and cedar. It's an earthy cigar. Wait till next week when we, when we get to the flavor wheel. You're not going to be able to use those terms. No, I can't use barnyard. It didn't make it to your wheel. I was like, God damn it. Oh, you've seen it. That's yes. right. Hmm. 
Yep. So we're going to have to go with the the outside. If I had to wheel. go with something on the outside of that wheel, I would say this has a Brazil nut quality, which ah. Brazil nut is the barnyard animal of all the nuts. I, I looked at that flavor wheel and I, I said, Jonathan had a lot of input he had here. It. Yeah. He handed it to me half done. He said, see what you could do with this. <laughs> yeah. Concussion didn't make the list. No, though. it did not. There's no concussion. That's my favorite the one. flavor of concussion. Nope. Uh, okay, let's go to break. And when we come back, I have some cigar vocabulary that is just plain wrong. And like stacking used. dimes? Like stacking dimes. <laughs> I don't use them, and I don't like them, but other people use them. And uh, we're going to talk about them and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the 3 Pete. 
Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There's a guy that knows cigar vocabulary right there. We're talking cigar vocabulary today, but there's some out there that I don't like. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I know there's a lot of geeks out there. They know all these words and... Uh, they uh, are saying, okay, this is too juvenile for me. But there's new people jumping in all the time. We want to bring them up to speed to know what they're talking about. So uh, that's what we're trying to do today. We're going to tell them what they shouldn't be doing also, things they shouldn't be saying. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's get to the next cigar. Today's second cigar is the Intemperance BA, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Roma Craft Tobacco. Size that we're smoking is a 5 by 50 Perfecto called Envy. And it features a Brazilian Ariparaca wrapper, Indonesian binder. What kind of wrapper is that? Brazilian Ariparaca. Arapiaca. Arapiaca. Indonesian binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. It, too, is part of the Cigar Authority care package. And a single cigar will set you back $7.99, while a box of 24 is $169.99, which is a savings of almost $22, or 14% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, Try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. B.A., Brazilian Arapiaca. So this is the Intemperance B.A. Correct. Uh, Brazilian Arapiaca. I never knew that. got nothing to do with the A-team. I, I, this whole time, I thought it did have to do with the A-team. Yeah? No. I thought the point was like B.A. Baracus's Mohawk. Don't forget how you're cutting this. I one. do. We're going to cut All it. Right. Wait, I'm, I'm ready to I'm do it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what do you mean? Come on. Let's do it and see how it sounds. Um, notice on this before we even cut it, the 
foot of the cigar, the, the wrapper doesn't go all the way to the foot. So what is that called? Shaggy Shrinkage? Foot. Shaggy foot. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> right. It's a shaggy foot if that ends up happening, right? Shaggy? Yeah. Scooby-Doo. Yep. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. <laughs> you heard me bang. It's terrible. Never doing that again. Oh, I kind of broke up the, the end. Yeah, you oh. can't. I can't do it like that. Doesn't work. <laughs> you broke it because you hit the microphone with your Maybe. cigar, not Maybe. because your cutter G- was dull. Jim Miller says that's called circumcised. Uh, the cigars thanks, like that. Thanks, yeah, Jim. I ruined it, man. I never <laughs> tried to tell you. Some you ideas listen, aren't good ones. I got a car that drives itself, so I, I don't. Because I used to screw it up when I was driving, too. My See, cut. I, I kept a perfect cutter in the car for driving, well, so I didn't have to be looking at the cigar. It's not the cigar's fault. It's totally my fault. So don't be doing that in the store. You, you ruin a cigar yourself, and you bring it back, and you say there's something wrong with the cigar. No, one other thing. We talked about shaggy foot, but we didn't talk about unfinished foot, which would be, believe it or not, the most finished of all the feet because they had to do the most work. Yeah. They'll leave the wrapper a little longer, and they'll mush the wrapper in on the end of the foot, and it typically will affect the draw negatively. You'll have a tighter draw until you burn through that tobacco. Isn't that interesting? They do call it unfinished foot, and it is... It's the most process. Yeah. Most work. Like the cigar we smoked last week, which was the... um, Irish Car Bomb. Irish Car Bomb. Unfinished foot, they call it. Mm -hmm. But unfinished meaning it's not trimmed, right? Fruity Pebbles. Yeah? That's a a cold pebble. And and I'm leaning toward the red... And the yellow ones. you got to get the green ones out of there. He's I not, 100% he's not, agree with Jonathan. Yeah, no, I do wow. not. He's not off, man. It's Fruity <laughs> Pebbles, right? That was is not on the list for next week. This, this is, isn't next week. This is a very dark wrapper. Brazilian Arapiaca. Is that right? It is. Is that why it's called BA? It is. Uh-huh. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. The Vertigo Intimidator features... Four jets, a color-changing flame, and all four jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got easy adjustment at the bottom, and your cap is held on by your 90s chain wallet. Chain. That's the Vertigo Intimidator. It's $24.99. Okay. Uh, quickly, I want to say um, the new Cigar Journal is out. I'm very excited about this issue. Uh, on the cover is Alan and Alec Bradley. Um, Alec Bradley. Or Alec and Bradley. Alec and Bradley. They are the sons of... Alan Rubin. Alan Rubin. And um, unbelievable issue. Uh, They're they're always good. If if you think this is juvenile because we're talking about words that you already know in the cigar industry, read this cigar aficionado, cigar aficionado, (laughs) cigar journal. um, Does it have a date on it here? Um, Spring edition. Spring edition. 2021. Um, there's so much in it, including a story of Nick Cutro, who we had on the show, um, and they did a nice story on him in his pro palette in his book, Cigar Bliss, which, by the way, we still have uh, copies of Cigar Bliss. Uh, you can go to twoguyscigars.com and type in Cigar Bliss, and you'll find the book. That's how you do it, right? Yes, sir. Or you can go to cigarauthority.com. There's a 
link on the right-hand side of the page. Okay. So we bought a ton of them, uh, but they are running low. They're starting to run low. Uh, but he has them available other places also. But um, check out That's a God Journal. Great uh Great stories in it, uh, as always, but this one in particular, uh, there's, we'll get into it, maybe talk a little about, about it next week. Now, now Jim Collison says he's going to get a bell for his, a cowbell for his shed, so the neighbors will know when the show's on, they'll ring the cowbell All right. the shed. See, so, so he's, he's a convert. He's come around. He's converted. Yeah. He was against it. He, he was never it. against it. He was against he it. He was not against we it. We played the clip. We played the clip. We have it on that the clip. clip was and it's doctored. okay that he 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 misjudged the, the cowbell and the importance of the cowbell uh, to he, the show. I think he understands now. Now we have to have a name for it, though. We're still working oh, on yeah. the name. I was I was hoping somebody came forward and said, "I want to name the cowbell with their brand," right? Which I would accept. If if it doesn't, I'm just going to give it a I name. I mean, how highlight. long are you going to hold up? Not for? much longer. About a no. year. <laughs> no, mate. I think we have to do something for the anniversary show and give it that a name. That makes sense. Or something, so right? you'd like to name the cowbell before Barry officially changes his last name? Oh Yo, yeah, absolutely. Long okay. before that. Yeah. So you have until forever yeah. to do that. <laughs> All right. Let's get to uh, the words that I do not like in the cigar industry that people use, but they are wrong. Uh, so stop using gars. When you're talking about cigars, right? They're not gars. Is cigars too long of a word? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge Ga- fan of yard gar either. How about sticks? No, that's on my list here. I They're don't not like that sticks. One. Yeah, sticks doesn't bother me. It bothers me, and I know it bothers George Padron mm. that he's very, very bothered by. I've heard somebody say it to him. Oh, I smoke your sticks or something. He says, they're cigars. We don't make sticks. <laughs> Very certainly bothered by them. It's a premium cigar. It deserves at least to be called a cigar it is. You, you don't have to say premium cigar. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Connie's. Do you know what that is? No, I that's don't. That's the guy that harks at a carnival, right? No, that's the guy that rides the bike where you turn the bike left and it goes right and vice versa. You know what Connie's are. Are you referencing... The old Consuegra brand? No. Those uh, were Connecticut Shade Rappers. Oh, people called those Connie's, too. What, Consuegra? Someone yeah. shortened was- Connecticut Shade down to Connie's? Connie's. You never hear it? Never. Oh, never. my God. It makes me crazy. But especially back in the days of when we used to be on that chat book thing. Oh, yeah. That people would say, yeah, what Connie's do you like? I'm- Cigar Nexus? Yeah. Mads. Maduro's. Mads. You can't no, say Maduro. Can't say Maduro. Here's the thing that bothers me too is that people don't understand that Maduro is a process. That just because you have a dark cigar does not necessarily mean it has gone through the process of going into being a Maduro, which is a two or three three year process. You may like dark cigars, you may like the way they taste, but you gotta yeah, know it's when color. something it's ripe. Correct. You gotta know when something is a Maduro or not a Maduro. Mm. Cubes? <laughs> they don't say that. <laughs> they do. Barry, what do you have to say? About that? <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. Is a couple Does that have of anything to do audience. with someone's nether region? <laughs> it is Cubans that they have to feel like they have to cut these words. Does it make you more cooler that you you actually cut a couple of letters makes out? Makes you less cooler. I think so. What about Stogie? Stogie, okay. <laughs> I'm not crazy about it, but you know where Stogie comes from? I'm going to assume the 30s, the 1800s, Stolgen Irons. That were in um, covered wagons, mm. and uh, they were stogies, and then they smoked cigars, so they ended up calling the cigar a stogie. I can deal with stogies, but stogues, you can't shorten the thing that's already been the nickname. Right. Just- right. That's the whole idea of it. I-S-O-M. 
ESOM. Island south of Miami. Yeah. Just call it Cuba. <laughs> yeah, it'd be easier. So I see it often that yeah. people end up writing in on social media, oh, it's an ISOM, ISOM. <laughs> it's Cuba. It's C-U-B-A, four letters. Yeah. It's the same four letters you're using here. You didn't even shorten it. You just ruined it. That's all. <laughs> As Mike Damari, I think he's the one that did it. The stacking? Stacking dimes. It was cute when it when it was. Uh, you were was, bothered by it at the beginning, then you took a love to it, and then I got kicked out of the Facebook group, <laughs> and then I hated it, and, and then I got kicked off Facebook, and now I hate that. <laughs> right. And is there there is still a Facebook group? I don't. Stack no, I have no idea. Because because we've been thrown off of Facebook, so I'm not a member of the group anymore. I'm you know back what? on Facebook. There's no stacking dimes group in the Miwis. No. No. Oh. No. The uh, idea of stacking dimes is when you see the layers of it and it looks like a stack of dimes. Dave, Charlie Pateras says that you can accomplish a lot while listening to this mess. <laughs> he, he actually booked his COVID-19 vaccine. Beautiful. While, so there's okay. something you can do. Can you get me set up here with this? <laughs> Literally I've been doing everybody. the work all these years. I'm overeating. <laughs> I don't exercise. I do all these things and I can't get a COVID. I'm, I'm, I got old. You did, I did everything I did everything you could. I could. Case. Give me a case of cigars. Yeah, it's a box of cigars. The case bothers me too. Yeah, yeah. it makes me nuts because I have to buy by the case mm-hmm. in some cases. Yeah, a case lot is a different thing. That's yeah, It's 24 boxes. Exactly. It's not a box, but people say it all the time. Give me a case of brand X, right? I'm going to come out with 24 <laughs> boxes one of these times. Nika? Nicaragua? Yeah. At least they're shortening a longer well, word. Saka says that all the time. He does. Bothers you, huh? Is it AMA? America? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's America. It's America. Uh, how about Han? <laughs> they don't say Han. Honduras? Did you? <laughs> I'm okay with DR because Dominican Republic is two words and you just put the two letters. I understand when you shorten something like that. Oh, I'm so going really to this all breaks down to what you understand and what you don't understand. That's why you don't like some of these. I don't like them at all. <laughs> B-O-T-L. Brothers of the Leaf. Leaf. S-O-T-L. Sisters of the Leaf. That's what about T-O-T-L? If D-R is acceptable, they, they, B-O-T-L thems is acceptable. They of the Leaf. Yeah. What is it? T-O-T-L. Thems of the Leaf. Thems. <laughs> right. Now it has to be that. How about a coffin? That's not good for this industry. That they, when a single cigar is boxed, it's in a coffin. Not good. Yeah, the most of the sockers that come in a coffin. It looks like a coffin, though. No, it doesn't. A coffin is usually shaped like this, the old-fashioned use of a coffin. Yeah, but, but the new school ones, they get lazy with the angle cuts and the, the miters, <laughs> so they just make them a straight box. Coffin. Mm, don't like it. I cringe when I hear it. <laughs> oh, give me a couple of coffins. Really? Okay. It's negative. That's what I got for negatives. Anything bother you? Anything to add to this? Sticks, gar, yard gar, the top three on my list. You nailed them all. Nothing bothers you? Nah, it's all part Everything of the vernacular. Everything bothers you, but it's uh, we'll get nah, to just that customers. Later. Yeah, just, <laughs> just the very reason he comes to work every single day. All right, give us an email. All right, it's time for the Trinidad Best Email of the Week, brought to you by Trinidad Cigars, and this week's prize is a flag, a wireless speaker, a hat. I and thought we were done with this. No, a deflated soccer last ball. One. This last is one? their last chance to get the deflated soccer ball. This is your last chance, folks. 
You got any good ones? I have to. I have to. I have to switch this because you just said what you said. Oh, really? <laughs> this is now the first entry. It was going to be number two. All right. Uh, Eric writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com with respect to familial obligations. Familial. As in having to do with family. Okay, family. Hello, gentlemen. First, I'd like to propose a theory on why the emails are, in quotes, weak recently. I think no one has room for another soccer ball in their collection. Ah. I know my collection is complete (laughs) at zero. Anyhow. I'd like to say a few things on behalf of the pipe smokers out there. The fact that the panel doesn't like to smoke pipes and Jonathan's least favorite show in history was the one that he was forced to smoke a pipe on Mm. doesn't bother me. You're a pipe smoker. Different kind of pipe. (laughs) Handsome. (laughs) Hey. To each his own. However, saying things like the good smelling tobacco doesn't taste good and the good tasting tobacco smells bad is like saying, I don't like cigars after trying an acid and an LFD double a harrow. Like cigars, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of pipe blends with no flavoring, with no flavoring ranging from the mildest of mild to the big and bold. And discouraging Sarah from smoking a pipe, remember, every band needs a bass player. That's not true. He's playing drop D. Not everyone can be Jimi Hendrix. The point I'm making is we are all family, and every pipe smoker I know smokes cigars occasionally, if not regularly, and like cigars. Not true. Pipes. He's talking about what he knows. You can't tell him what what <laughs> everyone he knows. he knows that smokes a cigar that also smokes a, smokes a pipe. That smokes a pipe also smokes a cigar. Okay. You're listening in reverse. <laughs> now I've lost my place. <laughs> and like cigars, pipes are a luxury experience as opposed to a nicotine delivery system. Your little brother may have red hair, like Dungeons and Dragons, and smell kind of funny, but he's your brother and you love him. He's talking about you. And huh? you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the brother. He's the brother. It's this guy right here. And you stick up for him, like when the FDA comes in for an atomic wedgie. Us pipe smokers may only be 5% of the premium tobacco industry, but we're growing. We are a growing community, and someday we may even be 6%. Oh, you're out of your mind. Lastly, this is a long email. No, I won't take advice on manliness from a man who dances with men, complains about his boss being too mean, and thinks moving furniture once a year is hard work. It <laughs> was I'm hard. starting to like him. <laughs> Pack a pipe, burn the crap out of your tongue like the rest of us, and He's go swing an axe or something. Just kidding, Jonathan. You're all right in my book. Huh? That was Eric. Eric, hey. pipe lover. Uh, I disagree with a lot of stuff he, he says there, but... Um, well, he's a pipe lover. Well, Jim Miller says he used to like that gar, but after smoking a case <laughs> of those sticks, I couldn't stop coughing. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right, Eric, pipe lover. Let's get to the matchup of the week. And it's brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair, Victor Sinclair cigars. Um, would you rather um, blow up 100 balloons versus lick 500 envelopes. Blow up well, 100 de- balloons. It depends if they're cheap envelopes or not. Oh. Cheap envelopes, cheap balloons. Cheap envelopes could kill you, right? Yes. Because you're a Seinfeld listener. <laughs> Watcher. The balloons are the way to go. Ooh, I can't do it. No? No. I tried doing trumpet for a couple of years, and I couldn't do it because of my cheeks would end up hurting so much. Same goes with balloons. I can't blow up the rafts, all that stuff. Hmm. I got well, to lick, lick the envelopes. Fairly severe allergic reaction to latex. Jonathan, you're a horn blower, right? Uh, I think I would go with licking the envelopes, and I'd just be very careful not to get a paper cut. 
which is bound to happen. It's in happened. 100, yeah. 500. 500. 500 envelopes oh. and 100 balloons. Oh, definitely balloons. Balloons. 100% balloons. We, we buy the envelopes that you peel back the yeah. sticker, make you pay an extra $2 for them just so we don't have to now, lick them, so I'm going balloons. When you're done blowing them up, do you have to make the balloon knot? No, you don't have to. No. What the hell is it. the point of blowing them up? Yeah, you got to tie them. Ah, you're going to blow them up, start an OnlyFans page, and pop them between <laughs> your thighs. <laughs> I think I know what he means, but I'm not completely sure, and I don't want an explanation. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I'm sure, it has to do with too. grundles of some kind, and I'm not in. So I think we got a tie here. We got two people blowing balloons up and two people licking 500 envelopes. Yeah, it's not that big a deal to lick envelopes. 500. Eh. It's a big party. 500 envelopes. Yeah, I'm in that envelope. So we got a, we got a tie here, mm. but uh, I think the answer is the balloons are You don't tough. have to lick the stamps too, do you? No, just the, the all right, envelope. Then I'm all set. Just the envelope. I can't stand stamp glue. Uh, anyway, big thanks for all those people uh, liking and sharing our podcast. I'm seeing a lot of that happening. It's good. It's good for us. It's helping us grow, sharing our stuff, subscribing on YouTube. Subscribing. Subscribing, which we know works both as subscribing. Some, some people thought that that was the uh, Easter egg, by the way, and I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag. It is not an Easter egg because we talked about it on the show. An Easter egg would be something that is just exists for someone who's watching to be able to connect some dots. See, So an Easter egg is, is an egg you have at Easter. So you, you make up that name that that means something else. Right, just like people. Why don't you add it to the list of things you don't like about cigars? I don't like it. Easter egg. Because I didn't know what it was, and you had to explain to me, and you never explained it to the audience. So, what is an Easter egg? An Easter egg is something that is there for you to look at. You have to hunt for it, like an Easter egg hunt. Correct, and you can draw certain conclusions from what you see. Okay, like the guy that's hanging himself in the background of the Wizard of Oz. That's considered an Easter egg. What? Think that that's (laughs) considered a hanging or a lynching? (laughs) There's a guy in the Wizard of Oz hanging himself. Yeah, you see him swing down really quick in one of the scenes really where in what <laughs> uh, part of uh, i'll get you the exact minute in time uh, really yeah. dave coy daniel says subscribing is a term he hates i don't blame you S- it is subscribing yeah he doesn't like subscribe i'm gonna try to fix that we'll see if we end up doing that what i can't fix is the uh end of the cigar i ruined you butchered it butchered uh, on here, but uh, it's still burning good. It's, I got the pieces out of it, but these are very slow burning cigars. I they think. are slow burners. The opposite of the cigar we just had there is it Brazilian Arapiaca burns slower. I don't know. It's the uh, it's densely packed, but very, it's a good draw. Yep, yeah, it's so very you firm. Think this wrapper burns slower than a. Connie? I don't know if it's the wrapper, but oh, then a Connie. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. This in the natural version is the one I smoked mm. while I was in Cuba after smoking about 40, 40 Cuban cigars in a row, that Skip gave me one of these, and I said, this was the best cigar I smoked <laughs> the whole week I was in Cuba. It's true. It's true. This is a little more full-bodied than the natural yeah. version, for sure. Natural's got a lot of flavor, though. It does. This one has uh, an inherent sweetness to it, and I, I know I said fruity pebbles on the cold draw, but there is still, I, I think there's still a fruity component, maybe uh, the fruit roll-ups. The red ones, parents? <laughs> like a cherry fruit roll-up? No, I got earth and leather and... Um, a fruit roll-up is kind of fruit leather. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's leathery. It's meaty. 
This is a heavy cigar. So you're it's going. Not, it's not compared to Neanderthal or something like that, but um, it's heavy than I thought. Give this a, a five or a six on the uh, strength, the grand strength scale. I concur. Six. I'll go seven. All right. <laughs> We're getting closer. Because I know Neanderthal's a 10. Mm-hmm. This you think Neanderthal's only three more than this? Actually, you know what? I'm going to go seven because it's a little stronger than a Bandolero. Which is a six. six. Mm-hmm. It's a little stronger. There we go. Now he's now he's working with me. He's working with me. You start laying these things out. He is, is kissing your ass. No, he's not. Last night, when I said five to six on a Bandolero, he said it was something. me. No, there's none of that. There'll be none of that. Hey. All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back... Um, Brands are getting facelifts. You saw it on um, the Studio 21. We're seeing a lot of cigars starting to get facelifts. We're going to get to that. And more letters in the mailbag and more. Stick around, everybody. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Inejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Inejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. 
that Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. You don't like when you say sticks. Don't call them sticks. He Perdo- doesn't like it. Perdomo likes it. He likes it? Yeah, Nick Sticks. Oh, Nick Sticks. That's right. Welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the Intemperance BA. That's Brazilian, Arapiaca. This is the Envy. Why is it the Envy? It's the Envy of all the shape of shapes that he has because it's so shapely. <laughs> Maybe. It. Maybe. Maybe. I think I'm feeling you made that up. I'm, I'm, I did, but it, it sounds like it makes sense. Uh, the After Show uh, is a podcast we do and launch it on Wednesdays, unless, of course, you're on the MeWees, and then you get it on Tuesdays. But and it, every once in a while, Barry works up enough gripes to be able to fill a full five minutes. Yep, this so, week. You know what pisses him off, grinds his gears, <laughs> burns <lot>. his ass? <laughs> We're going to get to that, and uh, we'll see where that where that's headed. Um Right now, it is time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. And the Don Raphael Offer of the Day is brought to you by, who else? Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And today, it's $500. Shave one of your legs for the summer. And you got to shave it every three days. And you got to go swimming often. People got to see you. One shaved leg, the other one not shaved legs. First, we need to know if you have hairy legs. I do. You do. So would you do it for five hundred? All veritable long? forest down there. It is okay. Uh, I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. If I had it grows any- back, it's itchy when it grows back. I hear. I uh, I shave my armpits now, every day. Really? Yep. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Why? I just do. I don't like armpit hair. It grosses me out. Yeah. All right. You have anything about you that grosses you out? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, got hairy legs? None. You don't have any I have hair? No hair. Things don't grow in the shade. Ah. <laughs> I have no hair. Ed Sullivan? I'm not going to bother. It's not worth the effort. Every three days shaving your yeah. legs? You got hairy legs? Yeah. I got hairy legs. I would just do it every day. It's no big deal. It's done. Shave your legs? Yeah. You, have you ever shaved your legs? Of course I have. What? He gets manscaped. Of course he does. <sighs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, but there, I got some, though. I worked on them this week. Nice. I got 20 of them anyway. I've been fighting to try to get some things. I got some good ones, though. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and this is entry number two in our contest. The subject line is, been in love since the age of four. Don't ruin it. Hmm. And this is Hasib writing, I fell in love with cigars when I was four. It's a beautiful story. 
and decided to begin smoking when I turned 18. So I've been smoking for 23 years and listening to other radio shows slash podcasts during that time. I recently discovered this show and I must say I've enjoyed it. It has been, if nothing else, entertaining. Based on what I've heard so far, it sounds like you all have been smoking for a while. So answer me this. Why do none of you have style while smoking? Style. I mean, there are smokers that can entice you to smoke a stick. Ah, see? They, see? You got no style there, my man. Uh, no you, style calling it a stick. You all, on the other hand, are better listened to than watched. <laughs> Watching you smoke cigars has almost ruined a 38-year-old passion, but listening to you has enhanced my 23-year-old hobby. Thank you, I think. <laughs> I think, too. <laughs> Half-ass compliment. Um I mean, what kind of style is he talking? Does he want us to smoke a cigar like this? That's douchey. Can't do that. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> so when I got into, into cigars, you know, there were fancy cigar places that were in Boston, and it was a serious uppity attitude type of thing. And I built a store actually against that whole thing of just regular guys smoking cigars and... Douchey guys can come in and buy cigars, too, if they want. Now, there is a less douchey way of holding your cigar more elegantly. You can do the three, the two-finger and the thumb technique, and you can look at it and really look like you're studying something and, and hold the cigar that way. I tend to lean toward the two fingers, you know, split the peace sign, just be a regular Joe who dances with men and shaves one leg. What else could you be talking negatively about that we, we, we don't stand up and sit proper or... For two hours, and we smoke cigars all day Maybe. long every day. <laughs> How many cigars have you had today? Uh, this is my fourth. Uh, yeah, had, this is number I've, four. I've had three. It's one thirty in the afternoon. I've had three. You guys had four. Ed Sullivan? Probably five. Probably five. Now, I would recommend to him that he go back to the back catalog and find where you used to wear smoking jackets. Maybe yes. that'll make him happier. Ah, it was a lot more high-end. for a whole year. Yeah. 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 Do you have a smoking jacket? No. Um, what is the name? Hasib? Hasib. Hasib. Do you have a smoking jacket? I think not. So I, we can I, have a, I have a closet filled with smoking jackets. You can borrow. I have two. You can I have borrow two. one of mine. We all have smoking jackets. Uh, so been in love, and he's a new listener. And, and we uh, sicken him. Yeah, we just shit on him, so and he's, he does, he's out. And, and he's not a pipe smoker, though, so we don't have a lot of choice here. <laughs> I think uh, this one will wrap it up for us. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject line is, Tough Love for Dave. Okay, I'm not like, liking that. I like this one. Where I grew up, hundreds of middle schoolers were terrified of one kid. His name was Gino. Gino was a 17-year-old sixth grader with wintergreen skull in his lip, a mustache, a ripped Def Leppard t-shirt, and a mullet. Don't feel bad for Gino because he was held back five times. He wasn't disabled or anything. He was just a dick. I went to school with him. And in Gino's <laughs> feeble brain, smart kids were, by their very existence, insulting him. So the punishment for sounding smart ranged from having Gino call you a P-word uh, to getting punched in the face. Pussy. I didn't okay. want to say it out loud. All right. Ladies present. Sorry, ladies. 
Uh, and I tell you that story because I got to believe that Dave got punched in the face so many times for being smart. <laughs> he is now terrified to pronounce simple words correctly. There really is no other explanation. <laughs> now, he doesn't know you, obviously. I, I am Gino. <laughs> <laughs> now, initially, I just thought it was an East Coast thing because on top of all Dave's weird words, Barry couldn't say cinnamon. But no, no one as smart as Dave accidentally mispronounces stuff so badly. I'm not very smart. And it was the word curdled that convinced me <laughs> that this has to be deliberate. <laughs> Pronouncing it as curled, really? You're just going to completely forgo the D like Jonathan during Lent. That one's for Barry. <laughs> he, he almost owed me a new carpet for that one. I spit out my scotch all over the table, and I was barely able to catch it before it dripped. You know, I was at a funeral last week and with my wife. I know you're listening. And I'm reading the prayer as we're doing it, and I read the word wrong or something. <laughs> And she's been talking about it ever since. She had the. You're up on the stage reading the prayer. No, no, out in the audience. You know, just reading all, along with everyone. Reading along, yeah. And I read something, whatever it was. Is it what, the one me. where everybody else goes quiet and you yell out, "Curled!" Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Whatever it was, she she got a kick out of it. She was standing beside me. I don't know if anybody else heard it, but so, I got it wrong. So you're saying your wife is genius? I can barely read and write. I I, I know. Uh, Dave, but, even Barry learned to say cinnamon. He doesn't need to be a tough guy. He's not afraid of his Gino anymore. Good for you, Barry. Now, baby steps. Rate a cigar under 92 sometime. I believe in you. There we go. You know, Gino's not a bad name for the cowbell. It's pretty good. I, got, I like Gino. I, I got a few more lines I like here. Gino as, as my grandson, Gino. Would mm -hmm. be nice. Gino. We've already, I've had this conversation with Gianna. It's Mr. Jonathan Jr. No, uh, it's not. Dave, you can call the kid whatever you want. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Gino. <laughs> Just pick whatever you yeah. want. Would it be okay if we finish this bit and move Are you on? you still going on? Yeah. Oh, my God. And Dave, I know you have the ability to say simple words correctly, too, because at some point in the last year, you've decided you felt safe enough to stop pronouncing a hard H on your own best-selling cigar line of Dos Hombres. Way to be vulnerable. If Robin Williams were alive... It's not is it? I pronounce it that way. Just follow along and let me finish. It's, it's, it's not Dos, it's Dos. If Robin Williams were still alive, he'd come up to you and give you a hug, goodwill hunting style, and say, shh, it's not your fault. You're a successful, <laughs> respected businessman. Your Gino is dead or in jail, and maybe both. I wouldn't spend the time to write this if I didn't care. You guys rock. Thanks always for the entertainment and the education. Subscriber for life. <laughs> Matt <laughs> from Michigan. Did he write that? He did. He did. <laughs> he did, and he put it in quotation marks. It is what it is, and... Uh, I did. I ended up doing all right in life, but I was terrible in school. Um, my English teacher said I'll your, never amount to anything. Your school probably wasn't all that good, right? It wasn't even good to begin with. It. I was no. bad within the school. Wow. So it was bad. There's no doubt about it. Um, and as much as I read terrible, I write terrible, I wrote a book. There anyway, was, and, was, and I, I got a check, another check in the mail the other day, <laughs> and uh, I did okay, and uh, what, what can I do about it? Am I going to go back to school, Rodney Dangerfield style? <laughs> I can't go back. This is what it is. It is what it is. I think you just need to let it go and stop letting Gino have such a hold on you. It's There's okay no to be Gino. smart. There's no Gino. <laughs> and did I get punched in the face? I'm sure I got punched in the face, but I punched back because of the, where I grew up. We had a fight. We had a fight. So Maduro Dave is now known as Gino. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still Maduro Dave. There is no Maduro We saw Maduro Dave, Dave this week. I don't want to get into it. Uh, tough love, Dave. I don't like any of them. Are you kidding me? This guy then mad got, at the end. Been in love, Hasib, and then the pipe smoker. Yeah, but forego the D. I got to go with that. That was brilliant. I want to give it a pipe smoker because he doesn't want it. He doesn't want the deflated <laughs> soccer ball. So, and this is the last chance. Right. This is the last one, so I have to give it to him. All right. This is Maduro Dave coming out. So what Where you are you going, Maduro Barrens? I'm going to go with uh, the number two guy. Really? Been yeah. in love? Yeah. I mean, he probably enjoys soccer the most of anybody that sent in the email, so let him have the soccer ball. All right, Ed Sullivan. Oh, it's up to me? I think so. I think I already said I like the forego the D. All right. So, so number three. Number forego three. the D is Matt. Matt, send me your address. And we'll Tough send love you on Dave. A soccer so ball. See, now the problem with this group is <laughs> they liked that they I, it was bashed on Dave. It used to be bashed on Jonathan. We all liked I it. I took it for seven or eight years. Now it's on me. And Rock- Every once in a while, you got it. Right. Rocky Mountain Jim says he's uh, sad for the guy because that was a work of art, and all he won was a crappy soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not true. And a flag, and a hat, and a wireless speaker of some wireless kind. Wireless speaker, I would like that. Yes, wireless mm-hmm. speaker. It's good. Yeah, it's but good. next week the prize is different, right? Do we know what it is? No, because she was going to mail them two weeks ago, and like she's done the past two, she'll send it overnight this week. All right, so that's where all the profit goes. Stop on. sending me the soccer ball. I got enough soccer balls. Yeah. They were very nice to give me the soccer ball. I just don't, I don't want any more soccer balls. How many did you get? One. How, get many, how many do you need? I get more than enough. More than enough? All right. Uh, in Temperance BA, it's building in strength. As, as I got over the bulbous part of it, it's building up. It could go into an eight. It's not going no, into an eight. Get the hell out of here. Did it the build up in it, strength? We all agreed it was a seven. Did it we build did up not all agree it was a <laughs> seven. No. I was saying five, six. Maybe. Maybe five. I thought we all agreed it was no, a seven. You said no. seven, and then you thought that was everyone agreeing. Six point six. All right. So, what? I thought you started at a seven. No, I started as a six, and then I said it was stronger all than right. a bandolero, and so I went to a seven. Six. So I said seven, and I'm saying seven point five. Right I'd now. say it maybe went from a six to a seven at the bulbous part because they're you ended up, up with more see tobacco. What's happening? They're starting to come my way. They're starting <laughs> to come my way. <sighs> Never. I maybe I can't spell or, or read properly or something, but I can get you on my side. It's, when somebody has a problem with something they do, they figure out a different way to mm-hmm. get where they're going and stuff. And, you know, I can negotiate or I can uh, make, make, make the deal happen. And I'm bringing you guys up is what's happening here. What I want to know is if uh, you guys got what it takes today because I got a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Who's our champion? 
I think it's me. It was a three-way time. Oh, yes, it was. The winner. Fairly confident, said Sullivan. All right. So today's going to be tough because uh, I have six questions. No tiebreakers. Oh, my God. God. No tiebreakers. Flying without a net. That's it. You you could make any one of those a tiebreaker. I can't. You can't do it. (laughs) Just draw a line and you put the T next to it. This is the tiebreaker. It isn't. It's six and none. This is is how it turned out this week. So uh, today is March 13th, Ed Sullivan. Okay. William Herschel sees what he thinks is a comet, but it's actually discovered as the planet Uranus. Barry? (laughs) If anybody's going to get this, it's going to be Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) So the discovery of the planet Uranus. Uh, Really? When was that? Um... 1807. 1807, he says. I'm going to say 1901. 1901. 1901. Really? Yeah. You got Both 37 things written down. Yeah, no, that's 2001 minus, so, but 1901. <laughs> well, it was 1781. Everybody is over. There was no points. I, I was pretty close, so. Close, but no, no cigar. cigar. <laughs> no cigar. Uh, over to you. That's me. Yep. Jeff Beck. Replaces Eric Clapton of the Yardbirds. This is a bullshit question. Ed Sullivan was in high school when this happened. Was he? Uh, what year was he in high birds. school then? 19. Jeff Beck replaces Eric Clapton of the Yardbirds. All right, I'm doing a Barry that? Stein here. I'm going to say 1969. 69. 52. 52. 67. 67 is over. It was 65, and it goes to Mr. Jonathan. It's 52. No, that was me that had 52. Oh, Barry. Okay, Barry gets the point, and the question goes to wow, you, Barry. Oh, he actually seemed a little disappointed that time. Yeah. Charo. Gucci, Gucci, Goo. Here we go. Pop singer, celebrated singer, dancer, and comedian. She married... Xavier Cougard, uh, and was, who was 64 years old when she uh, legally entered into the United States. Besides her signature catchy for catchphrase, Kitchy Koo? Coochie Coochie? I think it was Coochie Coochie. Coochie Coochie. Yeah, coochie is it not written in front of you? It is. Could you read it? <laughs> That's Coochie Coochie. You know he can't but, read but, it. But Barry said it differently. Yes. I wanted to make sure I pronounced it right because it pisses everybody off if I don't. Coochie Coochie. People remember her for her unusual costumes and wild stuff. What is the goddamn question? When did she marry the dude, right? No. When was she born? Oh. Okay. That changes everything. Changes nothing. Uh, 1941. 1935. 1910. Somebody has two points. Barry Stein. Barry Stein's running away with this. He's a big fan. Three she, to nothing. She's to in nothing. my browser history. <laughs> she is. <laughs> All right. It goes over back to Ed Sullivan. Singer-songwriter Neil Sedaka born today. Neil mm. Sedaka. What song did he sing? Too many to mention. Name one. No, that was the name of the song. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Neil Sedaka. Uh, born. 1948. 48. 23. 23. 43 in Brooklyn, New York. 43. It's 39. Mr. Jonathan at 23 will take the point. He goes low. When he Mm -hmm. goes low, he goes low and gets the point. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Alan Jaffe is an American cartoonist most notable for his work in the satire magazine Mad Magazine, including his trademark, the Mad Magazine Fold-In. He was born today. Were you a Mad Magazine reader? 
uh, once or twice. I was into it. That was in the 80s. The little fold in the fold in the back of the magazine and it showed a different I'm going to say 1941, final answer. 41, final answer. 31. 31. 45. 45. Everybody's over. 21. What? He's 100 years old and he's still alive. No way. He is. So we still have three to one to zero and one question left. In order to beat him, Mr. Jonathan's going to need two points. Yeah, Ed, you're I, out. I need three points. So you are not the champion anymore. Oh, disappointing. Can't do it. Oh, well, unless it ties up and then he some. No, he can't. No. All right, you're so out. So who's loser? So who's this going to? Barry Stein. Barry Stein. American Chester Greenwood patents the earmuffs after inventing them at the age of 15. Patented earmuffs. I got this one. 34. What year? 1934. 1934. It'd be 1701. 1701. I don't have to answer. I'm a loser. You don't have to, but you can, so you're not wiped oh, out. 1804. 1804 for the point. 1877. So you took the point away from Mr. Jonathan, but uh, Barry is the new champion. Once again, Jonathan comes in last place. And if you win next week. Tied for last. You'll be the champion. Second place. For 11 years. There you go. 11 years. Yeah. That means he's going to study. That's not how this game works. <laughs> oh. It's the first oh. of the year. Oh. Is it not? Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. You shouldn't be allowed to play that drop unless someone foolishly it's, it, says... It's that just fun. It's the most favorite <laughs> drop of the whole that thing. It is not at all the most favorite anything. Peter Griffin. Or, People or, hate that. Or this one. Raisin toast. I, that's the worst one. Raisin toast. We'll get to that next week with our flavor wheel because I got a feeling both of those will be on. You think the flavor so? Wheel. I think they are. Huh. Uh, my cigar went out on me. Out on me. So now I have to relight the cigar. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have had so many questions. So I'm going to show you how to relight the cigar, those that are watching. I'm going to toast the cigar like you normally do, right, without taking a drawer. For those of you listening, what he did first before that was he wiped off as much ash as he could in the corner of the ashtray. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I'm toasting the cigar, and it's ready to smoke. And instead of drawing in on the cigar, I'm going to blow out. Exhausting all those particulates that are at the end and burning them off over the flame. So as not to make a mess. And the cigar is lit. And it won't be bitter. And it doesn't taste like the ash that went into it. Nice trick. I learned that from who? That wasn't you. No, no that, that was the repair split wrapper. Oh, yeah, split wrapper, which we do all the time, too. Which is uh, which people give credit to Jonathan all the time, and it pisses me off. Yeah. A lot of things seem to piss you off. And I'll get you to that on the add, after Why don't show. you add some what, of that to the What do you call it? When you, there's a name for that, too. When you split the wrap. Cauterizing. Cauterizing, which is what you do when you get bloody nose. You get your nose cauterized. 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 Is that cauterized? Is, is another it cauterized? What, what's the word? How do you? Cauterized. Cauterized. C-A-U. Cauterized. C-A-U. Cauterized. Cauterized. I don't think there's any help for me, to be honest no, with you. No, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 60 years old. I don't there, think but Matt makes a great point that you are so smart, but you're, 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 you're bordering on retarded, if I can even say that <laughs> word anymore. I can't say that word. That's offensive. When it comes to writing and spelling. It is true. Hmm. And, it, and it was as a young kid, and the teachers would say it to my mother. I couldn't get it. I would study, and then I would try to do it, and I just don't have it. I don't know. 
What am I going to do? But there's, if there's anybody out there, there's hope for you that you still can become successful even though you can't. Read or write? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was a young fat child. <laughs> and I just couldn't pass the test. <sighs> and I just couldn't catch on to it. it is there something wrong with me? Like sands through the hourglass. Yeah. So These are the, are the days, days of his life. Yeah. There's nothing but I can do. Things turned out okay. You do the best. They? You do the so best. Far. So far. You do the best you can with what you have. Yeah. And that's it. I, I have a problem and I just get past it. You, maybe I was never ch- checked. Maybe I have that where you read a word backwards or something. Dyslexia. Somebody in the chat room said that. Yeah. What's it called? Dyslexia. Dyslexia. I don't think you're dyslexic. D-I-S. Lexia? No. No. <laughs> no. Dyslexia? No. I think it's D I C K Lexia? No. no. It's not Dick. <laughs> See, you can spell. <laughs> I got Dick and Jane and Spot, and I remember doing those, but yeah, just don't have it. What about Dr. Seuss? Did you get Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss. Even the bad ones? Did you read those? I probably did. Yeah. I think I'd like to have a copy of those. They must be worth something now, no? I I don't think eBay lets you list them, no. Yeah, you can't sell them. No. This cancer culture thing is bad, right? <laughs> the cancer culture, yeah. Can't there's, do things. There's also take, cancel take culture. <laughs> no. I like Dave's better. I guess. What did I say? Cancer culture. Really? Yeah, it's no. cancel, cancel with an L. Cancel. At yeah. the end. You do. Yeah, if you hang out with the amazing thing, I, ha- I have a, a top program that I, there's thousands of people listen to me. I wrote a book, and yet I can't read or speak. I think you do it on purpose. I do not. I no, swear it's to like God. Andy Kaufman. What you've, no, no, no. What you've done is you've surrounded yourself with people who can read your mind, and we say what it is that you're thinking. I do it. Your wife does it. Your daughter does it. Ed does it. Real Ed, not this Ed. Yeah. And I've always been like this, right, Ed? You've known me oh, yeah. longer than anybody always. here, right? This is always the way it was. This is who you are. Yeah. I'm not making it up. No. It's and we're going to help gonna, me. We're going to give Matt send a soccer do- ball send for pointing donations. it out. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's too late to change at this point. Yeah. You know, go with it. Yeah. I, tr- I tried to learn Spanish for many, many years. Just couldn't get yeah, past I mean, the first. I, I think I got tape. the pronunciation down pretty cold. But. Rocky Mountain Jim says, "Fact: People who struggle to pronounce words have a mind that is working faster than their mouth can keep up." Maybe, hmm. maybe my mind goes too fast and I can't keep up. <laughs> maybe I don't know what it is. I I feel bad for myself. I don't like it, but it is what it is. What am I going to do? I don't. I don't feel bad for you. No, I think you're okay. Yeah. I feel like this has become a therapy session. Yeah, it is. All right, so that is it. Uh, Intemperance BA, this is the very envy. Good. Yep. Very good. I pity the fool that don't like this. Yeah. It's in my regular Ed, rotation, although you, not you, this particular size. You're a Romacraft nut. Yeah. But this is a little on the milder side for it's you? It's on the milder side. I'll go to it occasionally just because that wrapper gives it a pretty unique flavor. I like the EC a little bit better. I like mm. the breach of the piece in this line the best. It's the thicker one. <laughs> Jonathan's all about that girth. Yeah. All right. That's it for the show. Next week, I've been working on a new, new flavor wheel. Jonathan jumped in at the tail end here. We filled it out. I think we're happy with it. Yeah. The way it good. is. We're going to reveal it to you, tell you how you can get it for free, and uh, see if we can play along next week and just use the outside of the wheel. And those are going to be how we're going to detect uh, flavor notes uh, ongoing. Hey, I think that's an ongoing thing. Dave, if life gives you melons, you might be dyslexic. 
If life gives you melons, you may have learned something today. You make lemonade, melonade, the Cigar Authority. (laughs) The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.